Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, Jordan, I got some good news today. I love good news. I know, right? I, well, this is my, my resolution for 2023 is no more bad news on television and in the newspaper, okay? Yeah. I'm checking out good news only, okay? Send right. me stories about squirrels that made friends with cats. Sure, yeah. You want to hear local interest stuff. You want to hear about a ballerina from a non-traditional background. Oh, God. I would love that. Like a mermaid or something? Yeah. A mermaid who <laughs> split her fin down the middle right. so she could dance ballet. I mean, she can dance on point, naturally. Jesse, are we writing an A24 movie? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Is we that are. what we're doing? <laughs> I think we just got rich, Jordan. We just got $4 million budget for a movie that's going to make $55 million. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Ari Aster, who? <laughs> I've been, I signed up for physical therapy. Yeah, let's therapy. hear this good news. Let's hear this good news. I signed up for physical therapy. Oh. You know, you get a little older, you get yeah. those creaks and aches and pains. I thought, I'm going to do something about this. There's a physical therapy place right near my house. Mm-hmm. So and they take my insurance. So I went over there, signed up for physical therapy. And the first thing that they do, when I say they, I'm referring to Dr. Daniel, the first thing Dr. Daniel does is like a full evaluation. Yeah. So that's like range of motion. Just real quick. Are you thinking that maybe you would call him either Dr. D or Double D? Yeah. So I don't know. How big are his tits, I guess, Yeah. <laughs> what I'm asking. My instinct is always going to be to call someone with two Ds in their name Double D. Right. And when it comes to my neurologist, Dr. Dorothy Dada... I constantly want to call her Triple D. Yeah. But I can understand how maybe you wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, because she's all class. Dr. Dada is all class. But this Dr. Daniel, this guy seems like, you know, this guy seems like he's maybe taking it a little sleazy. Am I right? How loose is his goose? I couldn't tell you. Right. Okay. He's very fit. I mean, that's the thing about a physical therapist. They're so fit that I don't want to say anything fun to them. Because they might choke you out. I think the only fun thing that a physical therapist, you could say to a physical therapist is like, I love hiking. Mm. You know, like you could say that to any physical therapist and they would agree that you are a really fun guy. Then you get yourself a nice high five. Yeah, exactly. My cousin, my cousin Kristen's a physical therapist, very serious woman, wonderful lady, cousin Kristen. So I went out to the physical therapy place and I got this evaluation. You know, they stretch your legs, they stretch your arms, they like have you do different, all kinds of different motions. Is this for something specific or is this like preventative? No, this is, this is specific. Not to ask you to, you know, talk about health issues on the podcast that maybe you wouldn't want to, but this is for a specific thing. There's a thing you're targeting. Yeah. It's for anger management, court ordered anger management. You guys just watch a DVD of anger management. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Dr. Daniel's a huge Adam Sandler fan. He's got them all. He's got big daddy. Little Nikki, underrated little Nikki. So I did all of this. I mean, it is like literally an hour between they put you on these machines, they're measuring you with a protractor, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried about what he's going to say, you know, because 
I feel like I am, it's like flight of the navigator and they've, I'm that little boy that they bring to the military base and do all the, run all the tests on him. Right. Right. But soon you'll get to meet 80s Sarah Jessica Parker. I know. Hubba hubba. Indeed. She'll tell you about poison, I think. Anyway. I think that's right. True. So Dr. Daniel does banned poison. All these tests on me. And at the end of it, I say like, well, Dr. Daniel, what's the verdict? And this is the good news. He says, plus he's still good. Congratulations. So thank you so much. I'm so excited. I mean, that comes straight from Dr. Daniel's mouth to my ears, to my mouth, to your ears via teleconferencing. They hooked you up to the Kegel machine. (laughs) (laughs) Had you squeeze out some reps. Here, sit on this, they said. Sure. (laughs) Is there a way I could watch this exam on OnlyFans? (laughs) You got to start charging for people to watch these exams. These sound great. It is a really hot exam. I mean, when it comes to exam heat, it's hard to beat. Yeah. Our guest on the program this week, oh, an old pal of ours, brilliant stand-up comic with a brand new special called Doug, Mr. Matt Bronger. Hi, Matt. How are you? How are you, dude? Another dude, dude, gentleman, friend of mine. I like that your your Zoom context here is all gratitude-themed. Yeah, uh, I didn't mean that to happen. It's just something we have by the door as we leave. We got this thing that says, uh, enjoy today. And then the one that says, be grateful and has all all three of our names. My wife did that one, another one we bought. The rest of my apartment that we're uh, in right now has just like family pictures. There's no live, laugh, love okay. uh, any, around, no, no pillow with a saying. It's kind <laughs> of just as you exit, as you enter the... Cold, cold world. Have you <laughs> thought stuff. about going down to the Ross Home Goods and getting a few? Or? No, I, I, I remember I, my favorite location I've ever seen for one of those pillows, and it wasn't Live Laugh Love. Maybe it was Live Laugh Love, which I, I arguably the worst one of the you know be in the moment. Uh, you know what what you could kind of call actor spirituality kind of stuff that's taken sure. taken the culture yeah, by storm. That's a, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, what I mean by that is it's all about the me. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I just sure. need some, it's, I need some time. I just need some time to right. But we're all moving your stuff into your new house. Right. Yeah. But I just think I should gonna be, take a second. If you could just take those couches up eight flights <laughs> of stairs, I'm just going to stay in a, in a truck. I, I just think it's because I just, uh, cause I need my Sundays. I need my I just, Sundays. It's been, and a guy honked at me and yeah. it, I, I wept. Yeah. So I was in a care, cancel plans. Yeah. Cancel plans for self care. It feels good to cancel on everyone. Just cancel. (laughs) Because nothing matters more than you and your and and the crystals that fuel you. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 by the way, if you're interested in that, check out my OnlyFans. Right. (laughs) Oh, that. That's a great idea. Just to be surrounded, doing the filthiest stuff to yourself and be surrounded by immaculate pillows fu- uh-huh. around you. That you just- <laughs> Have you ever fucked in a giant geode, Matt? Right. You're, you're like one of those egg chairs. You're defiling them one after the other. And before you come, just yell, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> I mean, matcha. Like mid ejaculate, <laughs> correct yourself. 
Someone, someone, uh, I, <laughs> I saw one of those pillows at a boxing gym that I was go. I went to wow. just for a day, <laughs> just for a, just for a fitness. You know, I'm not, I don't, right. I don't, I don't train as a badass or anything like that. But like, it made me laugh so hard as I'm standing there sweating my face off. Just this pillow on the couch, randomly, like nothing else was in there. It was just like this. I just wondered if just some lunkhead brought it in and was like, you know what? This one makes me feel good. I'm going to leave it here on the couch. Live, laugh, love. Makes a lot of sense. There's an easy edit where you could just make it say live, laugh, punch. And then boxing gym appropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Did I just write another A24 movie? (laughs) You could bring them into your kind of broad comedy which is the one thing they kind of have. Oh, yeah. They haven't done anything quite like that. They have a lot of really weird stuff that makes you kind of involuntarily laugh in the moment and things, but nothing like, you know. I'd like to see, Matt, what if they hooked up with Tyler Perry? I mean, that is two indie filmmaking powerhouses, two people that know how to transform a small budget into a big profit. See, I've made this point on stage many, many times, and I'm not the first, but uh, uh, billionaires don't know how to spend their money. They spend it wrong. Mm-hmm. Bezos constantly taking his dumb ass into space over and over <laughs> as one example. Sure. You know, I, I would say, like, let's say, Jesse, you hit the Powerball or something and you got like 300 million and you were like, hey, uh, Mr. Perry, uh, Diane A24, you know, who runs and started that place. Can you collaborate? Because I have you know, $30 million for you to just take and do with it. But you have to have, you have to just report back to me. And it, you know, it's like, show your work, how yeah. much you guys have been collaborating and combining your efforts. I would love to see that movie. That'd be fantastically weird. I need to see the trail of documents. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a Medea movie with dream logic. I think is what we're getting oh. at. <laughs> Where you, don't, you don't really know what's real and was the ending real or was it just in Medea's mind? We exactly. don't know. We don't know. Exactly. I think it's kind of like a friend of mine who's a, or actually my cousin, who's a really good writer. He, there was a, a, a major, you know, network that, or like a platform, let's say it's not Marvel, but let's just say like, like it's Marvel. They laid out who would you like to play with in our universe? So like, I think it'd be awesome for A24 to lay their grid out with like, all right, we already have a, oh. a goat child, you know, or a lamb child. Okay. We have, you know, we have the, 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 the weird Swedish uh, camp where they, you know, they, they will sure. kill you for the, they will for the harvest. You're suggesting an A24 cinematic universe. Yes. Where the 100%. fellows from the lighthouse could meet the yes. decapitated girl from hereditary. Yeah. See, they could do that. Jordan, don't spill the beans. <laughs> I would even say like go like let them pick let Tyler just pick thematically like the stuff oh, they haven't yeah. covered yet sure. you know like uh this this person has a sentient butthole you know just tossing <laughs> it out there just tossing that out there Jordan and I you and I went to see the lighthouse together in the movie theater that's right tons of fun. absolutely fucking love that movie amazing movie mm-hmm. terrific movie and I have to say though that as I was watching it I thought, you know what this movie is missing is a little bit of faith. Right. You know? Yes. Someone who uh, <laughs> kick, <laughs> kicks a drug habit and starts a soup kitchen. Like what What if Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. and I know he's done this in a lot of movies, but what if Willem Dafoe in that movie had let go and let God? Mm. You know, I would even say what if you pan down from the lighthouse and there's a small New England town there mm-hmm. that has always relied on the right. Christmas season. But this year, 
this year, a lot of the youth have turned away from it and have forgotten. God, this is beautiful. Where Christmas comes from. They forget the first syllable of that word. The reason for the season. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you took my alley-oop and slammed it. I thank you so much, Jordan. Could it be, Matt, that they've turned towards a group of Swedes who wear flower hats? (laughs) Right. And it's funny you mention let go and let God, Jesse, because as they always say at my boxing gym, let go and let punch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let go, let go, and let fly let, with yes. punches. It's 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 wordy. I would love it if Kirk Cameron, who you know, <laughs> right, former sitcom star, current Christian wacko, <laughs> undeniably had good comic timing. You know what I mean? It's like sure. you can't you can't yeah. just take anyone and pick, make them the lead of a sitcom. Old school sitcom actor. Put him, you know, as a, a dad at the end of his rope. In a car full of screaming kids. Right. You know, and a wife who will not get off her phone. Thank you. And the the car just careens. So we took a wrong turn, Dad. Sure. I know where I'm going, Elaine. But he doesn't. <laughs> into the Midsommar village. Oh, shit. And, then- and the car's wrecked. Kurt Cameron has to use the power of Christ to defeat the pagans. 1,000%. This guy Jesus. sounds like a real fish out of water to me. That's exactly where I'm going. It's a regular ballet mermaid. Thank you <laughs> for picking up what I'm putting down. Matt, our theme for 2023 is Pussy Still Good. Yeah, I love it. Where in your life are you in your element? What are you still delivering on? Because look, mm. Matt Bronger, legendary actor <laughs> in the Man. area of Doofy Neighbor. Sure. Doofy dad. But, I mean, we ran past it. Don't forget Doofy scientist. Yeah. Also officially in the MCU. That's true. I am. And thanks to one episode of Standing Against Evil, stupid doctor. Oh. That's, That's I mean, honestly, playing a stupid, I you think about all the stuff you've done, and I remember coming in and um, McGinley has a gash on his head and he's unconscious. And the nurse is like, doctor, come take a look at this. And I look at the, I look at this gash and just go gross. Like that makes me laugh. <laughs> like if a doctor just said that about a wound, how mad would you be? Ew. Dana Gould is such a genius comedic writer. Uh, but yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Matt, it's been a while since you've mm-hmm. been on the show. You're a beloved recurring guest, but important life event since the since your last appearance you're 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 now a dad you're now a dad two years and five Matt. months now i'm a i'm a dad it's an incredible gift Matt. pussy's still good of course <laughs> but yeah now how's your pussy you know pussy's still good pussy's still uh good, in terms yeah. of uh yeah like it, 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 i would say just to go check down the things the thing that i having a child has has helped me with literally everything it's helped me be healthier to get perspective uh, taking the, my own microscope off myself has let me flourish in a way. And, mm. you know, she's the best thing that ever happened to me, you know, uh, since, since my wife. And it's, it's just, it's amazing. It's hard, but it's great. Uh, but I will also say, you know, it's, it's one of those things where your career will go do this or do that or the other. And right now, comedy, stand up, entertainment in general is in a constant state of flux. And so, 
you know, driving myself crazy about it. If I was single, if I was, didn't have a, a kid to focus on, you know, it would, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how I would be or what I would be right now. You know, honestly, I, I think because of my own neurosis, I would kind of turn inward in a very negative way and fall on terrible habits and things like that. And I don't just mean physically, I mean, just habits of thought, emotional despair, la la la. So it's been awesome to just kind of have this constant, you know, and, and lucky enough to be able to have had one, you know, Matt, I had a very similar experience. I was like completely consumed by negative thought patterns. Yeah. And now that I have your kid to think about. <laughs> now that Rose is here. Yeah. Just so different. Jordan, I think Matt has talked a little bit about his experience uh, with his daughter, Rose. Yeah. What's it like for you with your first son? Uh, no, I, I actually don't have a kid. Uh, gotta get a son. Gotta get a son. I'm working on it. Matt, these are catchphrases that the audience yeah, this enjoys. Is a catchphrase from our program. Jesse's setting me up. They like it. I like it. I love it. Every time. Gotta get a son. Jordan says his catchphrases. I love hearing them, Matt. And I, I love gotta get a son because it's such a throwback to when that was yeah. the only kind of child we valued. You know, yeah. you can't see me now, but I'm, I'm shrugging. And you were in fact worthless as a. As an yep. adult, as an adult man, if you didn't have a little male that you co-created. So, right, you know, yeah. that I got to get a son. Girls can't fish. You know, it's like <laughs> you're like uh, uh, Jack Lemon's character in Glengarry Glen Ross. Like, oh, if I just make this sale, like, oh, I got to <laughs> get a I son. I got to get a gold watch <sighs> and I got to get a son. <laughs> Jordan keeps lifting his, you know, stingy brimmed hat off his head and rubbing right. his pate. <laughs> got the leads i got the glengarry leads and then i can get that son (laughs) that's exactly yes it's interesting Uh, so i was watching your great new comedy special thank you the title of which is doug Doug. so okay here's what i how i sat down to watch the special i booted up my my youtube app there on the tv i'm like hey matt bronger's got a new comedy special i'm in the mood to laugh my guy Let's boot this thing up and have the night of your life. Nobody funnier than the ding-donger Matt Bronger. <laughs> and I'm like, shoot, I remember that Bronger's special is a guy's name. So I put in so I put in Matt Bronger Doug and Matt Bronger Gary came up. YouTube understood that I was looking for Matt Bronger and a guy's name. Nice. Wait, do you mean you put in Gary and then Doug came up? I put in Gary and Doug came up. Gary yeah. is another beloved random dude name that, you know, would have yeah. would have gone great as well. I like that YouTube recognized, okay, I just need a generic man's name. Just need a random, yeah, a random white guy sounding. A Gary is a Doug. A Doug is a right. Gary. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's very true. Very true. But something you talk about in your special is the fact that, you know, at, at one point in your life, you could, you could put them away. Sure. You could uh, rage. Sure. I actually just literally three days ago told my therapist about the time that Bronger came on the Max Fun Cruise and he and maybe Chris Fairbanks and Kyle Kinane or something like that, something along those lines, all bought the unlimited drink package. Got to. And agreed to tip $1 a drink and whoever had tipped the most at the end won. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't, of course, in true fashion, I don't remember who won. Yeah, I said somebody won. Yeah. I said to my therapist, they, there was no irresponsibly behavior that I saw. 
No. Um, but there was enthusiastic imbibations. Well, and it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, people like Kyle and Chris, we recognize it's like living like that is it's not tenable. And also right. <laughs> it's, it's certainly not cool. None of us were like, look at these dorks who aren't drinking. It's like, it's never been, it was never, I'm thankful. It was even in my crazier days it was never like that. Never. There was never like a friend who went sober and we're like, what are you doing? Loser. Quitter. Which is common. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Winners never quit, bro. But at the same time, Kyle and I went into town when the boat docked and we found this Caribbean restaurant right on the water and we're sitting in there having drinks and we had lunch and Kyle goes, Hey, can I just jump out this window? He asked the waiter and the window was, we were, we were jutted out over the ocean and the guy's like, I won't imitate a Caribbean accent, but he was like, no one ever has, but it's on you if you get hurt. And I was like, so cut and Kyle jumped and I went, and I was like, well, now I have to. And I jumped. And then Kyle jumped out. I want to say seven more times. I jumped out maybe two or three. And everybody in the bar was just hanging out by our table, seeing if we jump again. All locals. Beautiful. Wait, when you say, were you like, like, would you come back into the restaurant, sit down at dinner, have some bites, and then catch them unawares and jump out the window? Is that what yeah. you're describing? That here? became the joke. That became yeah. the joke because it was it was just this open window with no pane or anything or or shutters. Uh, it was an open air bar basically where we were having lunch and and a, and a couple of drinks. And Kyle would just put his foot on the sill and be like, you know, I got to go talk to somebody. And something. <laughs> it was all, it was always we'd always have something. We, you got to wait thirty minutes though, or else you're going to cramp up. Exactly, hundred yeah. percent. But it was it was just this it was just this weird. The funniest thing about it was the repetition of just like I did. I don't know when you're going to jump, but I know you're going to jump out the window, <laughs> but it's going to happen. But yeah, the, the question I want to ask is you yeah. mentioned that you do, you still do find time to have a drink every now and then. Oh, what sure. is your, what is your current dad life? Like RE having a nice time? I, you know, I'll, I'll have a couple drinks in the weekend, but that's pretty much it. You know, like I do, I do uh, gigs during the week and I always drive and I don't, I don't like, I'm one of those people. I don't like having, a trace of alcohol in my body. If I'm behind the wheel of a car, you know, I, I got arrested for drunk driving in my twenties and I wish I could sit here in front of you guys and go, and that taught me a left. No, I definitely <laughs> would drive intoxicated in Los Angeles a lot in when I first moved to LA and this isn't an excuse, but it was an environment. Everybody I knew did right. Everybody I knew. And like one thing I learned back when I, when I, you know, like went through the program, so to speak in Portland, Oregon, when I got arrested, was that it is the most commonly committed crime in the country, hands down. More than jaywalking, more than cheating on your taxes, any of that stuff. It's just people just don't think about it. So as I've gotten older, it's kind of just been like, all right, you have too much to uh, waste, A, and and B, just like, I just don't like, I don't like the feeling. And as you get older, your cognitive awareness uh, goes down. So like, if I've had like a glass of wine and we have to get somewhere, okay, sure. But like, I just don't. So anyway, Lala, long story long, I just like, you know, getting there and, I, and, and having alcohol in your system doing stand up. It's it's always at least somewhat detrimental. So like if I'm at a fun festival and we've had a couple of beers, sure, I'll do like a short set kind of thing. But I try not to have drinks when I'm doing uh, stand up. That said, my wife and I do like having a great time. I think this is going to sound crazy to most people. Drinking with a kid is super fun. 
if we have friends <laughs> over and we have a couple okay. glasses of wine and all our kids are running around, you know, it's, it's, it's a blast, you know, it's a good time to have, and to have like that shared experience and kids are fun. So, you know, it's, I, my parents used to throw giant raucous parties when I was a little kid. And the most, the only negative thing I could say about any of it. And I remember them very clearly is that everybody smoked. That was it. That was the only part that really was like, oh, this is bad for a kid, you know, but at the, at the time we breathed smoke like air, you know, it's the early eighties. So you know. my wife and I went out to dinner the other night, uh, which was very exciting. I think it was our, our second date, uh, nice. since the pandemic. Okay. And we went to the Smokehouse in Burbank, which yes. is just huge fan. Oh, we always like to salute Burbank here on Jordan Jesse mm-hmm. Go. I love it. The Smokehouse is a restaurant that's popular with Hey Now Hank Kingsley from the Larry Sanders show. Yep. And at the Smokehouse, which is sort of a, you know, it's like a red vinyl booth kind of yeah. restaurant. It's amazing. It's pretty much what the name would suggest. If you imagine like a, like an Elliot Gould movie where he's wandering around the valley and he goes to a bar and dinner somewhere. That's where he's at. Yeah. Who's the who's the the Natalie dressed director? He did Bridesmaids. Uh he Paul Feig. Paul Feig just came out with a book of cocktails and they interviewed him about his favorite places to get martinis. And I think Smokehouse was like the third of the ten he he mentioned. Great bar. They always have a, you know, somebody you know, an older guy in a tux doing Sinatra songs into a karaoke yep. machine that he yep. probably brought from home. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot of charm. My wife and I had a, had a nice dinner there. It was a great place. I was really, really happy that we went. She had an old fashioned, uh, which is one of her favorite drinks. Oh, yeah. Then, And I don't drink, so I was driving. But she had an old fashioned and then she ordered a second, which it just had been a while. Like she doesn't. And she didn't drink all of it. She probably drank two-thirds of it, three-quarters of it. We got home, put our older kid to bed. The younger kids were already in bed. Put our older kid to bed. My wife was in her room waiting for her to fall asleep. I was in the other room waiting to kiss with my wife. And I was like, man, it is getting late. And I went in there, and my wife was asleep on one of those, like a like a Papasan-type chair it's not actually made of wicker it's like you know ikea version but Mm -hmm. she was asleep on that in my daughter's room and i went she was wearing her overcoat still i went and i i like shook her shoulder and she really truly went hum rum rum and then turned around and just curled up in a circle in the chair (laughs) like pulled her jacket over her like a like a little blanket and i was like Oh, I guess when we're in our 40s, this is one and a half drinks. Yeah. <laughs> you try and wake someone up and they just go, hum, hum, hum. Yeah. My wife is the exact same way when we have like a, a night where we go hard, you know, which is like more than one or two. And, you know, because we during the week, we go to bed at like nine, nine thirty, sometimes 10. And, you know, we had a we went to our friend's place in San Diego another couple in for new year's eve and it was just the four of us plus rose and it was just us cooking drinking watching rose playing games and i remember when it struck midnight i was like wow like i felt like a guy who'd been doing coke for two days it's tomorrow you know like i can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know because the time just 
flew by, but also it was like, I, I never stay up till midnight unless I'm like on the road and I have a second show. Who's this Ryan Seacrest character? <laughs> we gotta. He seems cool. We gotta see what else this guy gets up to. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, you guys want to uh, check out what Ryan Seacrest is up to and then uh, come back for some more? Let's do we'll it. back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy, a detective. Hey, we'll see San Francisco in the San Francisco Bay Area at San Francisco Sketch Fest. We're going to be there Sunday, February 5th. And we've got Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. We've got Mary Roach from Best Selling Books. It's going to be an all games episode. We're doing food games, Jordan. Yeah, we've got a lot of fun food related goofs. And this might be a little bit disappointing for Jordan Jesse Go fans who expect a certain kind of show. But during this performance, we will be bringing you content. Yeah. That's right. I know that the purpose of this program is to not be anything. But by the time we've charged for tickets, we do want to give you some things. So we will be planning bits in advance, doing a bunch of our favorite recurring games with some of our favorite folks. So yeah, sfsketchfest.com. We're there at the Gateway Theater on January 5th. We got a big song and dance number too. We should mention that. Oh, uh, Jesse, we've had to cut the song and dance number. I What? That was my big solo. I sprained my butt. I've been pooping too much. <laughs> of course, Jordan Jesse Go is always brought to you by the members of Maximum Fun. If you're a member of Maximum Fun, let's say thank you right now to you. We really appreciate it. It means the world to us. We're also supported this week by the folks at Wild Grain. Wild Grain is a bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough bread, fresh pasta, and artisanal pastries. And I'll tell you this, Jordan. Yes. I got some wild grain in my uh, chest freezer right now. I'm going to bust it out tonight and make myself a nice sourdough loaf. I have already busted out my wild grain goodies, and they were awesome. We got this beautiful pasta, made it with a, a great loaf of sourdough, hot out of the oven. A meal that, frankly, I was was so good, I was surprised it was prepared by me. I could not <laughs> believe that this delicious meal of wonderful pasta and fresh out-of-the-oven bread was prepared by me, a dumb guy. Really, really cool, really easy to make, such a treat. Yeah, the pasta and bread was fantastic. I got some croissants in the freezer. I got some chocolate croissants in the freezer. Cannot wait to get those oh, in the oven. The chocolate croissants are really good. Have you had those yet? I have broken my no chocolate rule to eat the chocolate croissants, and they're really good. Because you can get them right out of the oven with the chocolate yeah. still all gooey. Oh, it's really, really good. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put those croissants in tomorrow. I'm going to make a little egg sandwich. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well... For a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash JJGo to start your subscription. Yeah, you heard us. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash JJGo. That's wildgrain.com slash JJGo. Just use the code JJGo when you check out. And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jesse, we've talked a lot about the benefits of therapy on this show. Mm -hmm. It's something we both do. It's something we both 
advocate for. It's a great opportunity to talk to somebody about Matt Bronger's drinking. <laughs> if you're concerned about Matt Bronger or yourself or your family members, uh, therapy is a great place to talk about that. But I wanted to talk about how cool it is to be able to do remote therapy. It's something that I've been doing. It's something I, I you know, started during the pandemic and kept up. And remote therapy is really great. You can do it kind of in the comfort of your own home. You can have a beloved pet next to you while you do therapy. You can have, you know, your favorite drinks. You can drink those. You know, maybe make sure they're non-alcoholic. I don't know. I'm, listen, I'm not your therapist. I won't. Yeah, maybe a Shirley Temple. Nice Shirley a, Temple, a Roy Rogers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are all great things to drink during therapy. But yeah, it's so cool that, you know, you have the option of, you know, kind of skipping the drive, skipping the parking and just doing therapy in the comfort of your own home. Thanks to modern technology. I really love doing it. And, you know, I think it's a it's a really cool option. There's a lot of ways you can get therapy. You can ask a doctor for a recommendation. You can go to a local health clinic or you can check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers only online therapy. So if you want to talk to somebody uh, via video chat, if you want to talk to somebody via phone, if you want to just do text, these are all options and they're all great. I actually do like to do a little therapy via phone sometimes. Take a walk. Take a walk and talk. It can be very meditative. I've done that too and I really appreciate it. And look, if you got a waterproof phone, you can do that Dave Holmes thing. You know, he does his therapy on a surfboard out in the ocean. What? Yeah, <laughs> wow. That's real. I didn't make that up. That's another wow. fucking great thing about our friend Dave Holmes. That guy's got <laughs> next level therapy skills. Okay. Anyway, if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash JJGo today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash JJGo. Jordan, when does your comic hit the shelves? Yes, the Archie Comics Anthology, Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors that I contributed to will be out on March 22nd, but pre-orders are up now. We're going to throw the info into the episode description here, but uh, if you're, you know, you got a pen handy, just call your local comics guy and tell them you want J-A-N-231-229. And I guess I should mention, I haven't mentioned this on the show yet. This is a single issue of comics. This is $3.99. You're not dropping a, you know, hardcover graphic novel price on this. $3.99, a great issue of comics. Wait, $3.99? Are you out of your mind? I'm out of my mind. The Archie Comics Corporation, they're out of their mind. We're all nuts over here. Yeah, this was such a fun project, and uh, I'm so excited for people to see it. J-A-N-231-229, Pops Chocolate Shop of Horrors at your local comic book place on March 22nd. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Matt Bronger, poet lumberjack. He is. Is that is that just a a tribute to the shirt you're wearing right now. Yes, and 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 my beard. Okay. Uh, and I, we oh, were yeah. talking about Kyle, and I remembered how when we first became friends, we used to make fun of each other, and I would call him the the cuddliest rebel because he mm-hmm. dressed like rockability and um, you know, had his back then he had hair, he had a little swoop and no oh, beard, yeah. and he called me the softest lumberjack. So <laughs> long road to that, but that's you are a, you are a gentle boy. I really am. Let me ask you this, Matt. 
you're a dad now. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you have any skills? Yeah. You know, I feel like you develop them. There's no, there's no teacher like experience. I'm not but. talking about child care or, okay, or cool. love, ah, feeling love, growing sure. the heart. And I'm talking about woodworking. Oh, oh, like, am I handy? No, no not just handy. I mean, can you do anything? Hmm. Like you said, you were taking boxing classes, but apparently only for fitness. Right. So what are you bringing to the table, Matt? Well, uh, I, I would say a lot of my expertise comes with, Basically, interpersonal relations for one. No, right? No. Uh, okay. First okay. of all, no. Unless you're <laughs> oh, well, talking okay. about teaching a like a how to win friends and influence people, you're doing that self-imposed beta male shit now, aren't you? So you're just like <laughs> the only skills are the things I've read about in a 1950s magazine. Those are yes, skills. Those are the skills I'm talking about here. If you sure. told me right. I passed a Dale Carnegie course mm. when you, I don't know what that is. I'm a real man. Listen, Jordan B. Peterson and I need to have a word with you. And uh, we're intellectually curious, you know, and that's part of what makes a man is curiosity. And Burger King is a king, and mm-hmm. he has a a land of burgers. Um, no, I I I agree that I'm I'm very impressed by people who can say build a chair. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Uh leathercraft, martial arts. Wow. Uh, car repair. Hmm. No. Hawk training. Hawk training would be a no. s- anything with a raptor. You know what I can do? I can do, I can, I can chop wood. I can load mm-hmm. wood correctly. I know the, I know the difference between, I know about how much wood a cord is as opposed to a half cord. Oh, mm-hmm. can you kind of eyeball it? Yep. I grew wow. up, I grew up with a shed at the back of the house and we, That's uh, a we had a Pacific Northwest. We had a wood burning stove that, that heated the entire house. Uh, it was a house I grew up in. Beautiful. So this is what we're talking about. That's Perfect, one. It, Matthew. It, it, it took some digging. It took some real digging. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, another one will come to me later, probably in a, in a day or two. But then it'll be too late. You ever do that kind of chopping where you chop it in there and it goes about two thirds of the way in? Then you lift it back up and you lift the whole stump. That's right. And then you slam it back down. That's right. That's right. Yes. Incredible. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, incredible. That's, that, that, that's a fun moment because that that clean Captain America right through and then two yeah. pieces fly in the air and you catch them both. Mm-hmm. That's rare. It's real rare to do. Wait, you catch them both. That's a, that's particularly incredible. It's something uh, it probably never happened, but I always dreamed about as a kid. So in mm-hmm. my mind, yeah. maybe it happened once. Well, Now you're a father. You got to get yourself some super soldier serum. You did. You're in the MCU. You have access to well, it. Well, and He also, he also ripped one in half arguing with that, Fucking dickhead Tony Stark. You know, that guy, that self-centered guy. When something momentous happens to you, like you Mm -hmm. chop wood in half in one stroke and then you catch both halves. Correct. Presumably the axe lodges in the stump underneath, so you don't have to keep a hand on that. Right. Or you catch them with a swooping motion of the other hand. Yeah. Like you catch the one outside and then you swing around and catch the other one with that same hand. Yes. We have all these strange, legendary, I wasn't there, but I heard about it things in, mm-hmm. in uh, let's just say, male lore. Mm-hmm. Like my my dad grew up, him and all his brothers grew up in the, um, basically the market slash butchery that my grandfather started, Bronger Meats in Sioux City, Iowa. Oh, wow. uh, it's still there. It's called Bronger Market. Nobody in the family owns it, but- there were, Are you you can go there and get meat though. 
I could. I'd have to pay for it. They'll give you a little meat. They'll probably give me a discount because my name. They'd give you some meat. They'd give you. A, They'd probably give me some meat. A rump roast. They'd throw some ham at you, and you could catch it in your mouth. Sure. Why not? Just a, just a <laughs> like slice a, of ham in the air, like a land dolphin. Yeah, just yeah. ball up some ham. <laughs> your dad used to drive the trucks here and smoke cigarettes when he was thirteen. <laughs> It's true. My dad thought if you drove a truck, you had to smoke. So he took up smoke. He learned how to yeah. smoke. Makes sense to me. Makes sense it's, to me. it's just like the key in the in the ignition. It's just as important. Yeah, you got to work that double clutch, and you got to yeah. Truck won't start. Smoke a cigarette. You really do. But there were they would talk about the guys who were the actual you know butcher butchers, and how there was a guy who would chop so fast. If like a fly was in the air, he would chop the fly in half and get a new get a new knife. Cut a new machine. butcher's butcher's uh, chop knife. Like, but like you imagine, like those things, the big heavy ones. Yeah, you know, like just and the flies in half. And I'm like, bullshit. And literally, all my uncles are like, "Yep, I saw it. I confirmed it. I saw the bisected fly myself." We'll mm-hmm. never know. We'll never know. Yeah. Anyway, when something momentous happens to you, call us 206-984-4FUN or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at MaximumFun.org. Here's one of those. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest, I'm going to guess Wallace Shawn. Close. This is Christian calling from Dana Point, California. Was just driving my son to school. He is nonverbal. He has autism and speech apraxia, and he uses an AAC device to communicate, which is an iPad. And... Uh, I asked him, you know, what he wanted to do today, and he said, I think I want to listen to Usher, which is uh, not something I've introduced him to. Mm. Not sure how Usher ended up on his speaking device, and uh, not sure at what level he's committed. Is he like, you know, Little John, yeah, or is he, you know, deeper 90s Usher cuts? But either way, I learn something new every day about your kid, so... Stay strong and keep up the work. Bye. I think this is a great idea. I think all speech synthesis devices do have a shortcut or quick type for Usher. Yeah. And I think that this is a good lesson for all the parents out there. Of course, I'm not a parent. Got to get a son. But, um, you know, for all parents out there. Got to get a son. You don't have a son? No, I don't have a son. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All parents out there, talk to your kids about Usher or they're going to learn about him somewhere else. And That's a good you just point, want Jordan. them to have good information about Usher. A lot yes. of people think they can keep their kids away from Usher through ignorance. Right. And the reality is they're going to be flipping through the channels. They're going to run into a Michael Jackson tribute. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to run into an hour-long television special organized by Mary J. Blige. Sure. Yep. They're going to run into a new dancing reality competition program. And and of course, let's not forget strip clubs. Kids love <laughs> going you know, in strip clubs. You know, if a kid just finds himself on a field trip to Magic City in Atlanta and here's, <laughs> right. you know, the latest single mm-hmm. and is like, sure. who's this? And just gets laughed out the door. Yeah. It's- and honestly, if it's me, and I know this is controversial, number one, I think they should teach Usher in schools. I agree. I agree. And number two, I think that by the time kids are 11 years old, by the time they're in middle school, they're ready to find out about Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's agreed. Agreed. Yes. But is this I'm a, just saying. This is all just a gateway drug to genuine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it starts with a little harmless usher. 
Sure. Sure. Well, you know, genuine is when you're, when you're older than 18, you can choose whether or not you want genuine, you yeah. know, and that's your right okay. as an adult, as an adult. There was a kid in my high school. This is a true story. hundred percent true. There was a kid in my high school who grew up homeschooled, mm-hmm. very Christian family, incredibly sheltered, came to high school, started kind of learning about how things were going Yeah, in the, what I call the real world. Yeah. 10 year reunion, mm-hmm. fast forward, 10 year reunion. We're all 28 years old. Yep. Okay. I'm talking to this guy. His name is Gary. Mm-hmm. Talking to Gary. And he looks a little, he looks a little messy. I say, what's going on? And he said, well, you know how I learned about Usher for the first time in high school. I ended up hooked on Jodeci. Yeah. And he had That'll happen. That'll happen. sold his parents' Bible mm, to sure. buy Casey and JoJo albums. Yeah. And that kind of stuff can happen. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't will your way. I mean, you know this as a parent, Jordan, you're childless. Not a parent. Got to get a son. I'm working on it. But you can't will this onto your children. You have to give them the tools. Yeah. Because otherwise, what, you know, otherwise they're going to learn about guy on the streets. You know, what happens when your kid is at the boys club and somebody sidles up to them, some older kid sidles up to them and say, what do you know about orange juice Jones? Sure. Walking in the rain. Yeah. What if someone makes a reference to body knocking, you know, body rocking, knocking the boots? Exactly. And yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I, you know, I feel like I was thrust into things crazily. Portland's a very progressive town, but I mean, we we were, you know, enjoying raw Jodeci when it came out (laughs) because we didn't know about the impact. We didn't know about the power of these, these, these. I run these fuck jams, <laughs> fuck jams with hooded track suits in the rain right. and Doc Martin boots with the pants tucked in. Matt, I run a program for kids and I'm glad that I'm glad this topic came up because I do run a program for kids. And if if there's teachers out there or school administrators who want to bring me in to do a presentation, I'm glad to. Okay. It's called Students with Values, SWV. And <laughs> we teach kids. I don't know. Something, something, Black Street, whatever. I think that could be misinterpreted as yeah, as, a, yeah. as a gateway into uh, yet another. Yeah. Hey, guys, I think we did great with this. <laughs> yeah, let's do this internet thing, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's move on from the great bit that we all contributed to in really fun ways. Mm-hmm. Matt, for your information, we yes. were talking about the early internet, being nostalgic for the world of chat rooms and the like. We set up an email address for the show, Jordan Jesse Go at AOL.com, and we asked Lovely. listeners to write in with their embarrassing tales from Internet 1.0. Ma- Matt, did, were you a part of this internet? Were you a mm-hmm. AOL chat room guy? Were you on news groups? I, I didn't get, you know, that all that all happened when I was in college and I was I had friends who were very, very involved, and I didn't really i understood it but i was like my, my whole thing was like you're talking to people that aren't around what's the point mm-hmm. you know i didn't see that the the writing back and forth thing i remember my mom being like i'm gonna stick to letters and you're like okay and that didn't affect me but it was that that's how low level it was when i graduated and moved to chicago 
then it was like, okay, we all have email addresses and this is how we're going to communicate. Wow. I can just write something and shoot it off like that. It didn't kind of actualize during the whole AOL boom, so to speak. So where did you learn about Jahim if you didn't have? <laughs> On the streets. Yep. You know, just like just like all of the all of the modern R and B tiers. Yes, Holy the playground. Cow. Holy cow! So uh, this is uh, this is a letter from a listener, and of course, since you know these are sensitive topics, the listeners will choose to remain anonymous. Oftentimes, this is from embarrassed in Gilroy, and our email address: jordanjessego at aol Yes, let us know. Let us know your internet 1.0 shames, just like embarrassed in Gilroy. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Steve Agee. Close. Early in the AOL chat era, a couple of my friends told me about hooking up online. Figuring I'd give this a try, I logged on to an AOL chat room, and after the standard A slash S slash L check, I started flirting. Eventually, she suggested we go into a private room. Stoked in the hopes that things would get sexy, I dropped my pants and started typing with one hand. I like this so far. She made some suggestive comments and I responded in kind. Eventually, as things started getting really good, she just started typing meow over and over and over again. (laughs) I was not in a feline or furry fetish chat room, but apparently this was her thing. It was not my thing. I logged out shortly thereafter and never returned. Embarrassed in Gilroy. Thank you, Embarrassed, for writing in. I don't know. You know, and again... This person was probably young when this was happening, and obviously sexuality can be intimidating. How do you know it's not your thing, embarrassed? Give it a shot. Talk yeah. about talk about licking your own nasty little butthole. Talk about crapping in the sand. Just uh-huh. just see, see just see. You won't know until you try. I would say this about this. Yeah. Obviously, we had many conversations about furry culture earlier on in our program, maybe a decade ago. It was a topic for a little while. We learned a lot from some furry listeners. Being a furry is not exclusively about sexuality. But in my opinion, number one, if you're in a chat room, and number two, if we're talking about a cat, one of the more sexual non-human animals, I think you just go for it. Yeah. You just go for it. If they're talking about a, a beaver or something... And when I say beaver, I mean the animal beaver with the big flappy tail. That's an advanced... Jesse, I, I can see the point you're trying to make. Why are you naming sexier animals? <laughs> Flat tail. Hence the euphemism. I love a hard worker. I love a hard worker, if you know what I mean. They're a boner-causing animal. Forget a about it. A beaver's got a gorgeous dumper. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Those teeth? <laughs> tail thick. <Hot>. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about an iguana... Okay, if somebody says there, if somebody right. starts making iguana noises, well, then yeah, that that ought to give you pause. But if you're hungry enough for sexuality, that you're a teen in an AOL chat room typing a slash s slash l and then dropping trow as soon as you got into a private room, yeah, don't let the meow stop you. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's and it's also really what's going on is whatever you want to go on in your mind. That's sure. what these hookups are about. So you went the wrong way. You imagined her in a production of Cats. Right. And I understand that is a boner killer. But well, first speak some. for yourself. To some. <laughs> speak for You're yourself. Right. You're right. Yeah. I, you just step out of my own shoes here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 you could imagine this person saying the word meow in the throes of passion and there's no cats around. So, right. hey, there you go. 
Yeah, I mean, I've said that when I was ejaculating. Who hasn't? (laughs) I think the moral here is that human sexuality is a buffet. Try the cat salad. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Namaste. (laughs) If you have an embarrassing tale from the early internet, email us, jordanjessego at aol.com, and we will anonymously read your story on the air. Yeah, why don't we take a little break and come back with some more... Jordan Jessigo and Matt Bronger. Parenting. It's hard, but don't worry, you're not alone. Belly up to the low bar with one bad mother and let us remind you that fine is good enough. They want to climb on different things. And how am I supposed to keep them both from dying? (laughs) There is a right way to do this. And if I can figure out that right way, I'm going to be a good parent. So that is not a thing. So join us each week and let us tell you that you are doing a good job. You can listen to One Bad Mother on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Bullseye, Tom Hanks, because you've never heard him before. Mad, you moron. Thank you for the use of the turn signal. Way to use your blinker, idiot. That's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Man, I'm Matt Bronger, uh, poet, lumberjack. I apologize. Would you say you're the lumberjack laureate? <sighs> Not the laureate. That's that's of course Gary Gary. Okay. Uh, same first name and last name. Mm-hmm, sure. But um he literally lives inside of a tree. He's from Indiana, isn't he? Uh well, he lives there now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't get into Gary Gary's politics, but he went there for a reason. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Big he, free uh, speech right. guy, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, a yeah. lot of curiosity, curiosity with Gary. Is that what you yes. would say? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's let, let's say he's a, he's a libertarian in the extreme. I'll sure. put it that way. Yeah. Matt, yeah. have you ever gotten punched in boxing fitness class? Yeah, uh, sure. Just, got, you know, what you're kind of sparring with somebody kind of thing. Sure. It glances off the head, but it's kind of, it's still, I'm never in those gyms where actual boxer boxers train. Right. So yeah, I, I've never taken, the, the only punches I've taken to the head are real ones. Sad. Oh. <laughs> in my life. Wait, <laughs> know. What, when have you gotten punched in the head for real? When, you know, uh, you're a kid, you get in little fights. I've been jumped a couple times in high school. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Just by like a gang of street toughs that didn't like your attitude. You know, actually, I was I was this. This is very dark, but I was actually jumped at gunpoint when I was 17 in a, in a park uh, oh, called dear. Fern Hill in Portland. Well, we had the thing. The thing is, Portland is a very livable town, but we had this, you know, there's this thing that was going on all over the country where you had basically like flood the street drugs based on cocaine like crack had kind of flooded all the areas and portland was was no different what you had was gangs moving up from la moving north to places like portland places like seattle you get a nice house cheaper there's they, well they, there's like a good restaurant culture uh, and the coffee the coffee the coffee they love the rain at that time it was mostly a lot of the gangs were into like soundgarden or they were into like Stephen Malkmus or something. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, I know where I can chase this down. Like if I love 
a lot of the bangers down here in L.A. were super into the microphones and they were moving to those kind of like islands off the coast of Washington. <laughs> yeah, the San Juans. Mm-hmm. Yes. You joke, but like the Ice Cube songs, My Summer Vacation is exactly what, it, what I'm talking about. They even found like young, young guys who didn't have strong parental presence in their lives and were like, all right, you know, you're in our gang now. You slang for us. And what you get when that happens, that happened also with uh, the skinheads. There's a guy named Metzger who moved in. If you see American History X, there was actually a camp that I knew people would go to and they would listen to punk rock and get indoctrinated. So you had it. That was the white side of things. The black side of things was the thing I just mentioned. And what you get from that is angry young men who is something to prove. Now, your your typical gangbanger is not just going to go up to a random couple white kids carrying beer through a park to a party and just kick their ass. But you have kids who are like, fuck this. I'm tough. I'm in a gang now. I have to show out. They jumped us. And boy, did I get my ass handed wow. to me. And one of them was brandishing a gun. And it was what well, I only bring up the backstory because those are the wildest people. Who are like, right. I, I have to show you how crazy I am. Because, yeah, like, I grew up in a, like, in a distinctly gang-dominated neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And I never, I never got beat up. Like, I got robbed many times. Sure. But, like, but that makes sense. Yeah. Like, nobody took my wallet. They took my beer. Uh-huh. But it was just because I was carrying it. They wanted to finish your beer for you? It was what the, the last thing me and my friend Nick heard were you know, what's up with my beer, homie, or something like that. And I was like, huh? And I turned and it just caught a punch to the face, like immediately. And like, was just pinwheeling around while these guys just jumped on me. And, you know, it was like, it, it was literally like, like, I'm going to exert my power over you. That's all it is. That happens a lot. You know, yeah. they say when Donald Trump enters a room, <laughs> yeah, they say the first thing he does is finishes everyone's beers. <laughs> <laughs> He drinks their Spaldings. Yeah. Backwash. Yeah. That's uh, if that's a buddy of mine was in a frat, and that was the term they had for a guy that would go around and just drink the rest of people's drinks. They're called Spaldings from the uh, the son in Caddyshack who barfs through the hood of the guy's Porsche. He's like, your DNA is inside me. <laughs> Matt, do you have boxing gym friends? Do you have like boxing buddies? Do you guys? Uh, I you I wore. I just take various fitness classes and uh i if i if i have a boxing friend it's my wife we we punch each other oh that's really nice that's really beautiful. has anybody ever punched you from soul cycle <laughs> no <laughs> no but uh when they're like say congrats to the person next to you i have gotten like a a, a stiff arm or like someone sure. who's like <laughs> like barely holding on and they kind of lash out with a, an awkward high five and you know smack my ear or something accidentally and then go oh, i'm so sorry and then they grab your beer and finish it. Yeah. yeah. The beer you were drinking in Soul Cycle. We all have high APV, you know, IPAs at my Soul Cycle, which yeah. Bert Kreischer talked about how he he loves taking like an hour on the treadmill where he'll just finish an entire bottle of wine. And I was like, that is insanity. That's such a waste yeah, of exertion. Like you've done nothing. You've 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 negated all the heart healthiness your cardio has given you. Insane behavior. It doesn't even sound fun. Yeah. Matt, your special Doug is uh, on YouTube right now. People can type Matt Bronger Doug into YouTube and they will find it. Or any man's name. Matt Bronger followed by a standard man name. The algorithm will guide you home. Yes. Yeah. You know what? 
Go to Nickelodeon. Type in Doug. You're going to find Matt Bronger. Why not? <laughs> Why, Why not? the fuck not? Matt Bronger is dog pork chop. <laughs> that adorable Patty Mayonnaise. Who... My, my episode of iCarly from 2007. You'll find it. Oh, Go yeah. to Nickelodeon. <laughs> a lot of Bronger on Nickelodeon. You're also headed out on the road for a few days. Where are you going? Where are you well, next? Uh, I'm next in San Diego at the Soda Bar on January 21st. Uh, San after Diego. That- beautiful city. It's beautiful a city. wonderful town. Uh, Can I recommend? Please. Go check out one of those submarines they got. I will check out a submarine right yeah. right by the water. I'm, I'm visiting a friend there, so we'll be, we'll be seeing all the sights. So that'll be great. After that, I'm in Royal Oak, Michigan from February 2nd to the 4th. Can I make a suggestion? Please. Check out one of the submarines they got there. I will. Right in downtown Detroit, yeah. all their famous submarines they uh-huh. built during the steel boom. Sure. After that, uh, your friend and mine, Kyle Kinane, and I will be going on tour together in the Roommates Tour. We're going to be in Duluth, February 22nd. I'm ahead of myself. We're going to be in Sioux Falls, February 21st. February 23rd, we'll be in lovely, beautiful, all around, no matter what time of the year it is, uh, Fargo. And then February 24th, we'll be in Winnipeg. Can I make a suggestion for Winnipeg while you're there? Yes. While you're there, check out one of their famous hoagies. I go. will. <laughs> yeah. I will. Get one of those hoagies. You could hardly have a better time than to go see Matt Bronger or Matt Bronger and Kyle Kinane. If you're in one of those places, don't be a turkey and miss it. Only a real turkey would miss it. I'm not talking about submarine sandwiches here, Jordan. Yeah. Talking about Thanks, those Jesse. fucking gobblers. Yeah, you'd have to be a real pastrami <laughs> head to miss this. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bronger, the uh, the special is so funny. Um, Dude, yeah, thank and you, man. And the fact that it's uh, just watchable there on YouTube is is such a treat. So yeah, I suggest go see him live or, or check out the special or do both. And if you see me live, you can watch the special after because I'm not doing anything from that hour uh, yeah. that's on YouTube. So enjoy. And if you, if you don't you know, have the ducats to come see me, that's fine. Watch me for free on YouTube. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll throw up a link to the special uh, on all the Jordan Jesse Go social media. If for some reason you forgot how to do it, just check us out there. Speaking of the Jordan Jesse Go social media, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Find us on Twitter at Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan and I are both on Instagram at Jordan David Morris and at put.this.on. Our music on Jordan, Jesse Go, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. Our producer is Daniel Zafrin, producer emeritus Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit.com. And if you're into going to things, we'll see you at San Francisco Sketchfest. Uh, get your tickets right now because we've got Mary Roach and Kevin McDonald. And it's going to be a it's going to be a heck of a good time is what I would say. A heck of a good time. Yeah, February 5th, SF Sketchfest, 8 o'clock, Gateway Theater, sfsketchfest.com. Get those tickets. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.